This is David at the Patch Office. You're watching our Patch Turned Up here on Facebook Live. Today we're joined by Joe, and you'll be listening and watching in on our Help Desk with Joe. And this is episode number 41. So as we go live and we start our podcast, feel free to join us. And we have Justin here with us today as well. This is David with Patched Up. Ah, crap. All right, never mind. Starting over on that one. It's good when you mess up right off the bat. Yep. Yeah, you get that out of your system. Yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. This is David with the Patch Turned Up Studio here in Spencer, West Virginia. You're listening to Help Desk with Joe, and with us today, Joe and Justin. This is episode 41 of our podcast series. Make sure to tune in for more podcasts, information, and music as we go. All right, gentlemen, episode 41. Joe, welcome. Thank you. We're glad to be back. I'm glad that we are back in studio. It's been a few weeks since we've actually been able to meet in person, and I told you guys that you know as soon as we get back in person, I have a product review. So, so you guys held your end of the deal, so I held my end of the deal. Almost forgot it, but hey, but and we're it, good. You have all the cords and stuff with it too, which makes me think that uh, depending on this product review, I might come out of here and get to do a little <laughs> test of my own. You might, but you may want to wait to see the review. <laughs> wait, wait for the review. <laughs> well, and we have Justin here joining us again this week. So, Justin, welcome to the Help Desk with Joe show. Thank you. I might have to rename it Help Desk with Joe, Justin, and David. I don't know. That sounds in good. In the future. But, Justin, I see you're wearing your uh, Santa hat, preparing for some of the other activities we got going on. Yep. But, uh, it's that right. time of year. It is. So, show 41, we got past that milestone of 40, and uh, as we go... We got some of our lights in here working again. We had a battery backup go bad, and Joe, you fixed it. And Justin, you got it all hooked back up, so it's good to have a little color here in our studio. But uh, good to be back in person. This is the first one we've done in person for a while. Yeah, it's been a few weeks. Yeah. Uh, so. Probably almost almost a month, maybe. Yeah, a little I mean, different deal. It seems like it's been a little while. Yeah, I like it. It's good to see everybody back in person here. And the teams work pretty well, but there there is this very slight delay, like with any sort of... Yeah. Uh, video conference type thing like that but i don't think it ever caused an issue or anything no i think we're all just slow enough that it, yeah. it didn't really affect us <laughs> didn't even notice yeah yeah we have slow reaction time well, at least not, you know i have slow reaction time enough that it gave me plenty of time to keep up so yeah well i like looking at everybody in person it makes me feel better and i know that's kind of the sentiment across the board now with all the covid stuff but uh just for this type of deal i like having seeing your facial expressions in real time and you know being able to talk without delays and so forth so it makes me feel better yeah that's like when we did the the call-ins yeah er, earlier in the year it was very hard for me because i'm I'm like i'm the same way as i'm if i want to talk to you guys i want to see you guys or you know whether it's on the screen or in person i like to see you guys so we can re interact a lot better and i found it kind of hard starting out and dave you know because you could hear it on my end that i was kind of struggling and a few times it's like trying to Trying to get the same reaction, but you can't just by audio only. If you can see somebody and interact with them, it, it seems like it's a much better experience. Yeah, I agree. Well, let's get this show number 41 on the road. Um, as always, Joe, you and uh, your business, AM Digital Technologies, helping out consumers and uh, with tech information and so forth. And we start out with our news updates. So tell us a little bit about Netflix and their newest update. Okay, so a lot of streaming providers, including Netflix, uh, are starting to roll out new family-friendly features. So the companies announced this week that they're uh, adding new features to better improve the Netflix experience. 
One is called the Kids Activity Report that provides parents with information about their kids, what their kids are streaming on Netflix. So I know that they have a kids section on Netflix, but now they're adding on to that saying, okay, now you can get an email on what your kids watched and and how long they spent on there. So it includes information of recently shows and interests, as well as suggested conversation topics and activities like coloring pages or jokes that parents can use to engage their kids further. Mm, a re recommend a dad joke. Yeah. <laughs> you could use it with your kids. Yeah. <laughs> From Netflix. From Netflix. Yeah. Oh, boy. So what did we talk about last week? Somebody was adding uh, parental family control types deals. I know we talked about TikTok a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, TikTok. Controls. Okay, yeah. so everybody's starting to kind of get on that. Yes, and and CBS uh, is jumping on the bandwagon, but they're a little late to the game. They're they're uh, discussing about releasing a kids only section, but not not these extra features like uh, the activity reports and all that, like the uh, like Netflix is doing. Right, right. Huh. Interesting. I like it. I mean, I, you know, as things go, it's nice as a parent to have the ability to check and see what your kids are watching, how they're watching, what they have access to. Right. Or be able to limit access, I guess. Right. So, yeah, all good stuff. And they're also including a new family profile, which is more geared to family-friendly content, so it'll only show movies and TV shows that rate up to a PG-13 movie rating or a TV-14 TV rating. Yeah, and something like Netflix, uh, seems like they'd be able to know everything that's on their platform and be able to control it. I mean, obviously, a, a YouTube is always going to have a real hard time right. with that because they just cannot possibly see all the videos and know what they're, what's out there. But Netflix has total control of their whole platform, so it seems like it, uh, they would actually be able to pull off a, a good uh, system of this is good for kids or not. That right. They, could, they would know. Yeah, and and from my standpoint, I'm I'm I'm, I'm tickled with the family profile. So then if we all sit down and decide to flip through Netflix, see what's something going on, I don't have to worry about, you know, not actually clicking on questionable content, but there may be a, a poster of a movie or a program that may look appealing to kids and then, you know, find out it's R-rated for who knows what. So to have a family profile that, you know, everybody could sit down and then scroll through together yeah. You don't have the kids profile, so you're not watching all the kids content, but something a little more, something the family can enjoy. I really am excited to hear, see how well this works. Yeah, and you'll get to do a live test run because you have a five-year-old, four-year-old, four-year-old, yeah. yeah. And uh, so, yeah, that, that'd be nice. All right, so we expect you to come back with a full review here at some point. Well, they're starting to roll it out, so <laughs> maybe a few weeks before I can get back to it, but I guarantee yeah. you. As soon as we hit it, we'll we'll yeah, dive deep, it, do a deep dive on that. Yeah, it'll be instilled in your uh, family routine to go through Netflix and see how that works. Yeah, we'll give Sadie the remote and see what happens. So, oh boy, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, I'm scared that there might be a marathon of baby shark on there if we find yeah. it. So, yeah. we may have I may have to hop on there beforehand and see if we can just hide that kind of stuff. <laughs> Man, I'm trying to remember the second one. Is it Adobe? Yes. Okay, good. I lo I've, I've typed it into our Facebook Live, but I don't see it after that, so i got to try to draw it from memory. Right, right. All right, so news update number two, and uh, I actually have it right. Adobe has an update. 
Yes, so so this in. this update, I have mixed feelings on. Okay. As a tech guy, I'm all kinds of excited getting rid of this, but then the, the nostalgia side of me, it kind of kind of tugs at my heartstrings because I'm sitting here thinking of everything that I used that was involved with this growing right. up. Uh, Adobe bids farewell to Flash Player with its final update. That seems kind of important. Do they not use it anymore? Do we not no. use it anymore? No. Uh, actually, a lot of the browsers, biggest majority of them, have already disabled. Really? Uh, yeah. I have one customer, and we're working on doing a complete redesign for them. Their website originally was built with Adobe Flash. Yeah. And they found out last week that their website no longer works because the browsers are disabling Flash and like half their websites uh, broke. Wow. So, a, a few... A few sh- All right, let me try this again. <laughs> a few short weeks before we finally bid a fond farewell to Flash, Adobe has rolled out its last update. So rather than a detailed feature changes that we normally are used to seeing, uh, they actually sent this in with the update. It says, today marks the final scheduled release for Flash Player in all of its regions outside of mainland China. Adobe continues saying, we want to take a moment and thank all of our customers and developers who have used and created amazing Flash Player content over the last two decades. We are proud that Flash had a crucial role in evolving web content across animation, interactivity, audio, video, and we are excited to help lead the next area of digital experience. Hmm. Do you think that means they'll come out with something different that'll match up or no? Well, everything's going over to the industry standard HTML5, and that's just the, the programming language that the websites are, are loaded in. Right. So I'd say they're probably going to focus more on their like their Photoshop and stuff like that. Yeah. Because, I mean, Adobe's a pretty big player in everything. Yeah, but... Uh, Flash Player over the years has kind of caught in a lot of much-deserved uh, heat over yeah. being insecure and, and just bugginess. And, and Steve Jobs is famously quoted as saying that uh, Adobe or, or Flash Player is horrible. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it, it, he created a big uh, issue between him and uh, Adobe for quite a while over that little comment. Hmm. But Flash Player and Justin... I'm going to see if you remember this. Growing up, the games we would play on the internet, mm-hmm. remember the box would pop up and then you'd see a Flash Player, then you had to wait for Flash to load before it would even... Yep. yep. So when I thought of that, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. Yeah. Although the tech guy was going, it, it's on the side of us, great, this is this is awesome because Flash Player's been a pain, a thorn in everybody's side for years now, and it's been insecure, and it's nothing but a nightmare. So I'm all, so part of me's all excited. Then when I started thinking back, it's like, yeah, but if it, for Flash, Flash player, yeah, if it won yeah. for Flash Player, I wouldn't have been able to play all those games when I was a kid. So it's, it's it was yeah. a real, it's kind of a bittersweet kind of deal. Gotcha. Okay. Hmm. So Flash Player is officially going to end on December 31st. And then Flash content, uh, they'll, Adobe will block Flash content from playing on our, their player starting January 12th. Yeah, man, I just man. pulled up uh, an article, and a lot of people have the same feeling you do. A little bit of nostalgia for those old games we used to play online. And it's saying that there's folks that are working on an open source emulator so that they can, like, so those games won't be lost forever, that they can right. still play those uh games even though there's no flash support in the in their web browser. Right. 
So just uh, an extra bonus tech tip of the day, if you have Adobe Flash on your computer, go ahead and uninstall it. This is not only my recommendation, but Adobe is also urging people to uninstall Flash Player to help protect your systems. Hmm. What do you, do you two remember any games you used to play that use that? Almost, just about almost any game, uh, biggest majority of the games. Really? I mean, there was a good chunk of them. There was, I think there was one. Have know. you played any lately that use it? No. So but, they're all they're all pretty much done. Yeah, a lot of them are have already moved over to HTML5. There was one. It was a helicopter game, and I think the website was called Mini Clip. I don't. I'm not sure. But like, you had to click the mouse to keep the helicopter going, and if you would stop clicking he would drop and then you had clicking and it was a maze you had to not hit the roof and you not you couldn't hit the floor and you had to see how far you would go and I remember we would have uh, competitions against each other to see who went the furthest and then there was one there was one kid he had uh, it was it almost went on forever it seemed like before he actually crashed his helicopter <laughs> yeah my uh, friends and I actually made a really terrible cheap game because the the program wasn't super hard to figure out you could just literally draw something and then animate it and make it go across the screen mm -hmm. and uh one kid was a decent drawer and then we made it it's just like one of those games where you walk through the door and then what do you want to do next go this way or that way it was like <laughs> it took us all day to make a game that basically had three different moves you walked <laughs> into a place and turned left or something but we did it anyways right we recorded some audio of like and made some guy's mouth move and didn't go with the words at all but <laughs> hey. we did it so, nice it a... well there's things you just take on and you gotta see it through because you're already there <laughs> yeah. yeah like i hate this game but you gotta finish it <laughs> yeah <laughs> this game I, makes no sense i think we even put it on a website like uh, i don't know if you remember Newgrounds. It was a website, and folks could rate the games that people upload, and it was just an instant, like, zero. <laughs> <laughs> instant zero. <laughs> yeah. Which we knew, but we wanted to put it up there anyways just to see. Just, yeah, just, just kind of. See how many thumbs down we could get. <laughs> so, at that, so at that point, you're saying, okay, let's see how far <laughs> we can run, yeah. run, run this train. <laughs> how many times did you play the game? Like, did you play it a lot just because you put all that time and effort in, or you're just like, eh, thumbs uh, down, we're think, done? Yeah, when we were testing it, we would run through and make sure it kind of worked and played it, yeah, all the way through a couple times, which only took about 30 seconds each time. So. Nice. And, and what I find interesting is over the years as, you know, do-it-yourself game developments has, has evolved so much mm -hmm. where, Justin, you, I guarantee you had to sit down and manually code everything, right? Uh, yeah, to some, yeah, we had to go on a website and look up other people to tell us what code you need to make something do something. Right. Yeah, so, so you, it. so you spent a lot of time and effort trying to manually do everything. And nowadays, there's programs like Scratch where it's like puzzle pieces where you just drag, yeah, and, drag drop. and drop. Yeah. 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 We do code.org with our kids uh, in our after school programs, and it's all drag and drop. Yeah. I like it though because, and I always I'm a little skeptical because they're like, hey teach kids how to code and I'm like you're not really teaching them how to code you're teaching them how to use a program that utilizes code yeah you're teaching them to drag and drop and put the pieces together like you said yeah so I mean there is some critical thinking there but it's not learning to code necessarily that's like uh, a few years ago when Cena and I was wanting to 
Oh, no, this has been 10 years ago at this point when we first started the business. Yeah. I said, we need to get a website. And Cena said, she said, well, I took that in college. I said, great. I said, uh, do you want to do it? She said, yeah. She said, uh, we used, uh, what was that? It it was a Microsoft product where you basically had to type out all the code to do it manually. Yeah, yeah. And and I kind of laughed at her. She said, "What?" I said, "They don't do that anymore." I said, that, yeah. "It's all drag and drop." Yep. And I don't even know if this program's still around, but Dreamweaver was yeah, like yeah. the big. I remember Dreamweaver. Was the big drag and drop program. I said everybody's yeah. moved to Dreamweaver and stuff like that. I said the days of sitting manually typing out code is gone. Yeah. And that was ten years ago. Yeah, and it's still that way. I do our website, and yeah, none of it's. I type in the narrative, or you know whatever words I want, but otherwise it's drag and drop. Right. Real easy. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, news update number three. You got some stuff about Google Pixel 2? Yes. So, if you have the older Google Pixel 2 phones, the your most recent up security update will be your last update. So, Google, after three years of support, the Pixel 2 has received its last update from Google, a delayed November security patch going out to devices this month. As noted by Android Central, Google's device support scheduling indicates that the Pixel, the Pixel 2 and the Pixel 2 XL aren't guaranteed security updates after October 2020. How old are they? Three, three or four years? Three years old. Man. Hmm. Is that normal? Yeah, when... I mean, I know for the most part, you know, your phone, you get two years and then you upgrade... We've kind of gotten into that trend, but I wouldn't think that a phone would like just drop off the service end after three years. Well, Google, when you buy the when you buy your phone from manufacturers other than like Apple, where Apple, you know, they're 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 different because they have the hardware they own, their software they yeah. But if one you get, package. yeah, when it comes from Android, depending on the manufacturer, you aren't always guaranteed the same updates and timely updates, yeah. things like that. So it literally depends on the manufacturer and the model on which updates you'll get and how often, and then throw the carrier in there, and the carrier can play a hand in how quickly those updates come to you as well. So if you get a Pixel device from Google, straight from Google, Google promises monthly security patches, plus the Pixel devices get the first big OS updates every year, and they guarantee you monthly security patches for at least two years. Hmm. So that's the agreement that you buy into when you buy the Pixel, that you're guaranteed security patches for two years. Right. And and so Google has actually gone three years, so they went above and beyond what they... Uh, said they would? Yes, yeah, said they would. Okay. Do you know how many Google Pixel 2s are there out there? Is that Was it a popular phone? I don't know anything about them, yeah, honestly. Yeah, it was pretty popular, although it it started out being popular, and then there was some glitches, some really bad hardware glitches that turned a lot of people off for a little bit. But I had the Pixel 3, and I love it. I, I, have, I have never owned a non-Google phone since I moved to Android. Really? I, yeah. I've had a Nexus 5, and then I moved up to the Pixel, and now I had the Pixel 3. And I just like that when I get the phone and open it up, it's just Android. I don't have to worry about the manufacturer putting garbage on it. I don't have to worry about the carriers putting garbage on it. I don't have to worry about being locked down, not being able to do certain things. It They just basically, here's the phone, 
it's just like a computer. You, you know, you buy it and you can do whatever you need to with it. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I've been Samsung and just I know you're Apple. So, okay. Yeah, I like Samsung devices. Actually, I have a Samsung tablet, but my literally my biggest complaint, and it's not just Samsung, it's any of them, is a lot of times they will lock you in to using their their version of things and then the then the, on the updates you may not get the updates as quickly right. yeah I, I mean i'm i'm a diehard samson guy or samsung guy so i like it just because i'm familiar with it but right. i'm old school when you get old that's kind of what you want you know <laughs> why well, change it it's not broken it works right. good so and i don't have to relearn anything <laughs> Okay. Anything else on that one? The Google threes or Google Pixel, Pixel three, two. two. Sorry, yeah. shoot. I was thinking about your phone now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you got the Pixel three. I didn't realize that. I remember when you had the Nexus deal, but yeah. Okay. So, all right. Well, and then uh, Justin, you were going to give us a little update on the iOS update. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that just. Uh, so four news updates today. Yeah. yeah. All right. iOS fourteen point two, and then if you have a iPhone 12, it would be 14.2.1. And mine, yeah, just updated last night. And so far... How'd it go? (laughs) uh, You know how, um, like, going from, like, Windows, say, 7 to 10, the look is just a lot sleeker, I guess, more... Kind of that flat... A little more polished. Colorful, like, boxes. So I noticed that right off the bat, that some of the... Just the shapes of the boxes and the way it's... It looks now is a little more clean, I guess. I just swiped to kind of the, the, they call it the widget page, so you could have your weather and it'd be a, a little, quick little summary of the weather. It's scrolling through some of my pictures for some reason, just showing me some pictures that are on my phone. And uh, so far I haven't used it a whole lot yet, but that's what I noticed right off the bat. It's just the colors, the scheme's a little different. But I pulled up a, uh, Apple website, and I can go over a couple of the things. Yeah, well, and speaking of that, I think, and Joe, maybe you need to verify my thinking here, but it seems like every time they do an update, they change how your apps look, just so, in my opinion, just so that you know that something changed. Yeah, a lot of times they'll do that. Like, <laughs> like the, the colors? Apple, or <laughs> Yeah, the app will operate exactly the same as yeah, before. Yeah. yeah, Google just did that a few weeks ago. Like, they went and changed the icons to their Gmail app and several of their other mm-hmm. apps, and you're, and it's like... Why? Mm-hmm. Because it's new. Well, that's mm-hmm. I noticed that with Messenger specifically, because I just had an update like two weeks ago, and Messenger went from being like a blue, blue that matched yeah. Facebook to, to now purple. it's blue and purple. Or mm-hmm. yeah, and I was just like, okay, that updated. Yeah, uh, Woo! Yeah, <laughs> and and the writing changed too. I think when you pull it up, but yeah, you uh, see the, the little red music note there. Yeah. yeah, I mean that that was like white and red before, and now it's red and white. Yeah, so, <laughs> so these big updates are just really okay. simple color changes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Okay, is it like it across? So that's that's a trade trick then across yeah. the board. Hey, we'll we'll trade the color out. It'll be all right. Yeah, you're updated. Yeah, it's new. <laughs> uh, one thing that it mentions is uh, if you've got like a whole bunch of different texts going, you could pin conversations. So maybe you don't forget about it. It keeps. So you don't talk to that person for a while. It doesn't get lost in the mix of other messages. Oh, nice. Kind of one of those things, remind yourself, oh, I got to, it might not be today or the next few days, but I need to get back on this specific conversation. Put a pin on it, and it'll keep it up at the top. Uh, 
Put a pin on it. How do you do that? Okay, now being, I haven't tried it yet, but being, being the the uh, tech guy and what kind of issues are, are it's coming down the pike so I can be prepared for? <laughs> <laughs> That's I just pulled up my text to see. Oh yeah, I can pin mine. Okay, you can. I already so had pin, it on Samsung. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure a lot of this stuff you guys have already had for Apple's years, running behind, and pal. It's just now coming out, but like yeah. I say, could okay. you guys take a phone call and then uh, pull up? Say a video at the same time or some other window at the same time. Yeah. 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 Well, that's something they're they're proud of themselves for coming up with. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, yeah, like they call it picture inside picture. So you could uh, bring up a phone call or a FaceTime and then have a still a small window. And I know that's something Android people have always been able to do. But for some reason, Apple's kind of more stiff on that type of stuff. Right. Of having multiple windows going and things like that. Yeah. No, it's uh, the only thing that I noticed, like on, and I don't, maybe it's not an Android thing, but if YouTube is up, if you close it, it shuts down. Yeah. It, ha it has to the, be up. Yeah. Unless you pay for the pro version, then it'll play in the background. Like oh, that. really? Really? I did mm -hmm. not know that. Yep. It's like 15 bucks a month or something like that. Huh. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind. It's just one of those things, because like Spotify or whatever, you, you get it going and you just turn your phone off and... Yeah, it just keeps rolling. But YouTube, I forget almost every time, and I go to close it because I'm mm -hmm. listening, not watching. And I'm yep. like, ah, oh, man, because it shuts off. Because <laughs> usually if you want to hear a particular song in my car, that's what you do. You just pull up YouTube real quick, and uh, there's the song. Yep. As Justin was going through the, the new features in iOS 14.2, I went back and I saw on Facebook several months ago, okay, you guys have seen... Uh, Back to the Future 2, right? Oh, yeah. Or at least Back to the Future. Yep. Back to the Future, yes. Okay. The Do you remember one. the scene where Marty goes into the house and they're sitting there watching TV and he goes, hey, I've seen that before? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So the meme was, was based off of that. Right. And they was talking about iPhones now have wireless charging. It has a picture of Marty going, hey, yeah, I've seen that before. We've had that for years. And then the kid's sitting there going, how could you? It's brand new. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's a good one. I was like, that's awesome. That is it. That sums it up right there everybody's excited because Apple has wireless charging and Android guys were sitting there going we've had that for years what's yep. so new <laughs> yeah huh well this thing this could be a, a common thing between Android and uh, Apple when you get a phone call it takes up your entire screen right yes yeah so they put this new thing in where it'll just be a banner at the top now, so it, it depends on what I'm doing, because every once in a while, I don't know how to get it to trigger, but every once in a while, I will get that little ribbon at mm -hmm. the top. And that is nice, where it's not completely imposing. Yeah. yeah. Mine, I do that all the time. Like, you just flip it up, and it goes, you can go to whatever else you want to do while you're still taking your phone call, I guess. Well, this is when it rings in. Hmm. Like, if I called you right Only now. Only when it rings in? Yeah, well, like, sometimes if, if a person calls, yeah, like depending on where you're at on the phone, it'll either cover the whole screen to right, tell you right. to, to That's answer, what I was gonna say. or it may come up as a little ribbon at the top that says, you know, decline, yeah. ignore, or I want to say mine takes like the top third of the screen. Yeah. If I'm doing something else. Now, yeah. if I don't have anything going, it shows the whole screen. Right. Hmm. Okay. I don't know how you guys feel about those group texts. Most people don't like them, but a uh, new feature where if you've got a group text going, I could reply to specifically Dave if I wanted to. And not the whole group, but still keep it within the group text. Oh, that would be awesome. So we're all talking, but then there's something that just Joe and I uh, need side, to take care of. Yeah, yeah side, conversation. side conversation within the same thing. Yep, oh, that, that would be wonderful. Because that is one thing I do hate with mm -hmm. group text is you always have that. 
that one person that everybody else understands, okay, yeah, I need to have that side conversation, so they'll actually go have that side conversation, but then you have that one person just blasting everybody, (laughs) and you almost want to just block and remove them from the group, (laughs) but then you know, sure as you do, that there'll be some kind Mm -hmm. of valuable information that they'll have that you've lost out on. Yeah, also you can uh, mention a person, so you got a a group conversation going, Type the person's name that you want to mention. It'll kind of notify them. Hey, you need to take a look at this. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I only have two people in this group text that I was looking at, but I don't see a feature that we could cut somebody out. Yeah. Or at least start on a side conversation. Yeah, with. that's what I mean. You'd have to actually go find them manually. Eh? Yeah, and do it the other way. <laughs> are, are you guys familiar with uh, memojis? So, like an emoji that people like to drop in text, uh, but. Kind of based like a make a little avatar a cartoon version. Okay, of yeah, I see. Okay, I remember now. Yeah, Apple starting that. Mm-hmm. That was one of their big uh, new features a while back that you can make a, an emoji like yourself and then dump yeah, it into the. My, my aunt's cartoon face took up the whole screen. Uh-huh. Of her like laughing at something. I was like, whoa, where, what's where this come from? What's <laughs> what's going on now? Me emojis. Yeah. There's a uh, new hairstyles including a man bun. Top nut and uh, simple side part. Now we're talking. There we go, Dave. Now we can get our man buns. Yep. <laughs> you know, it's bad news when the man bun has to be included in any kind of it was probably a, conversation. A lot of like an uprising of man oh, bun. Boy. Okay, now Here's, now what? Now here's a question. What's worse, that the man bun is part of the conversation, or it had to be included as an emoji? That's what I mean. Yeah. Yes. Yes <laughs> to both. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, a couple shows back, we were kind of talking about how much uh, phones are like kind of being integrated into new vehicles. Yeah. Uh, One second. Let me scroll down. The car keys. Unlock your car. Tap the door handle using NFC. You probably know what that is, Joe. Near field. Yeah, near field communication. Yes. It seems like it's harder to, not worth turning it on. I mean, I would just use my key fob. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I do appreciate it, I guess, if you didn't want to carry your keys, but my car has a, the door code, and that seems like it'd be easier to do the door code than it would be to go on my phone, turn on the NFC. Well, NFC's on by default. Is it? Yeah. Uh, tap to pay, that's NFC. Uh, I think I turned mine off. Okay. But yeah, if you have, if you use tap to pay, that's in it. That's I don't use tap to pay. That's, well, that's NFC. Huh, okay. Yeah, I think I turned mine off just because... I never use it. Honestly, it's a good security thing, so I can't, I can't bash you over the head on that one, Dave. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so the one time you actually did do something without asking, <laughs> me, I, I got to applaud you on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I could look here real quick and see, but I'm almost positive that I turned it off just because I never use it for anything. And one last thing that I thought was yeah, maybe could be useful: share your ETA just through voice. So you tell Siri, "Hey, let so and so know." Based on what your GPS uh, location GPS location is, when I'm going to be arriving. That's kind of I kinda like nice. that. I don't use Siri, but if I did, it might be something. Yeah, because I know that you can do that with Waze. In the Waze app, you can actually send an ETA to someone because, mm-hmm. and, and Cena and I, we've actually tested it before. Like if one of us is on the road, just be messing with it to see how well it works. Yeah, send to it, and then uh, a friend of hers, they was coming down. Uh, they live in Parkersburg, and they just come to visit, and they said, well, we're going to try something out and just see if it works, and they send it to Cena, and we literally sit there, 
you know, for a couple minutes that they're watching going down interstate just based huh. off the GPS location. So that, that yeah. is kind of nice. Yeah. Kind of scary at the same time, but yeah, we won't get that discussion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I should report, though, that uh, users, some users are reporting uh, very noticeable battery drain problems associated with the update. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, so and I have noticed that a little bit. So I thought it was like a, a hardware thing that my phone was getting something wrong with the battery, but I think it is probably the, the update. So iOS update 14.2.2 coming very soon. One yeah. of the fixes will be battery. <laughs> battery. <laughs> battery life. I don't know. See, that's the thing. They keep turning more stuff on. It's going to drain your battery more. But yeah. the question then becomes, do you really need all that stuff? Exactly. I have went as far as gone through and turned stuff off because I get so many dings and yeah, blips yeah. and updates and all that on my phone that it that I can watch. Literally just almost sit there and watch the brand, battery drain on it. It's like I don't... I know I don't need any of this stuff, and it's just stuff that's turned on automatically when you've installed yep. apps, so I just turn off, turn off, turn off, turn off. Yeah, that's like the NFC. I mean, well, I, I don't tap to pay or anything, so why do I need it on? So I right. turn it off. Hmm. Okay. All right, well, four news updates for today. Three courtesy Joe, one courtesy Justin, our Apple user here. And uh, now product review, which I'm excited about because I need a new car cell phone holder. Mine kind of... Fits in the vent, but it falls out all the time. Drives me crazy. Right. My mind's just a $5 daily. So. Right. So this so, one. Yeah, yeah. Tell us this product review, okay, Joe. so this I'm is made, made by a company called, and I may completely destroy the name, so okay. bear with me. I'm going to call them Basus, B-A-S-E-U-S, wireless car charger mount. Okay. And... I'll show you how it works. Yeah, hold it under the light there. Like, I can see it. Yeah, nah, two more. Bring it back towards you. Right there, yeah. Right there. So, you have this mounted into your... Hold on, lift it up just like three inches. There you go. Too far. Yep, right in there. Okay, so you have this uh, sitting in your car mount. Yep. In your uh, car vent. And you sit your phone in. And it locks in place. And if your phone supports wireless charging, which mine does, it will not only hold your phone, but it charges it as well. Nice. And then to get it out, you just press a little button on the side? Yeah, on the side. There's just a button here. And it disengages the arms. Huh. Nice. I like it. Just, you want to check that out? Yep. Let me move the USB port over here so you can have a little extra cord. So it's nice that it automatically works with the motor and stuff and does that automatically. Mine's got two rubber arms and you just kind of drop it in so it's loose, but it also goes all over the place when you try to do anything. Push push that little plastic nub back. This yeah. yeah, where the spring is, and that's how yeah. you push it into yeah. your solid hook into the vent. Mm-hmm. And you've, tried, you've tested it out in the car, and it, I've had it, it hooks in, in pretty well. I've had it in my truck for a month, and I actually, yeah, go ahead. Ooh. Yeah, it sounds like a little robot. That's yeah, cool. yeah. <laughs> how hard does it lock your phone in? Like, can you? Oh, it, it's snug. Go ahead and put your phone back here. Yep. Let's test mine, so then I don't want to ask you to do something. It could damage yours. <laughs> oh, it's damaged enough. It's cracked already. <laughs> okay, shake it. Turn it upside down. Throw it. Throw it. <laughs> yep. is like, yeah, test out Joe's stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, break his for once. Yeah. Um, so actually, I've had this for about a month now, and I got it the day before the election. Ooh, okay. And luckily... So you, uh, got, so you got some time on it then. Yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, I used it... The day before the election, in election day, traveling across uh, across West Virginia, mostly the southern part of the state. So, 
you know, the roads in West Virginia, if anybody's traveled the roads in West Virginia, know that <laughs> these aren't the smoothest roads around. And I have to admit, it held on for the long haul. Okay. So when you buy the device, it comes with the, the one, one touch lock, release and lock. It has fast charging capability and has an infrared sensor. This little sensor right here is what automatically causes it to close. It yeah. detects when you set your phone in. And when you buy this, you get the car mount, the vent clip, and then a 4.9 foot micro USB cable. So it plugs in. So if you have the USB adapter in your car, it just plugs into USB port to power yeah. it. Is it like a fast charger? Yes, and it actually works better if you have one of the more higher amperage, quick charge cigarette lighter adapters. Right, right. Okay. Huh. All right. So, well, let's let's just jump right into it. Okay. I'm, I'm curious now because, like I say, I'm on the hunt for a newer one. Yes. And you've hinted that I might want to wait for the review. Yes. So lay the pros on us. Okay. Well, hold on. Before Justin, do you have any questions before no. we start in pros? No. Okay. So pretty straightforward. Has electric motor. Sensors on its own from a sensor. Yes. Charges, and then you just press a little button on the side, and it opens back up. Right. Okay. If you remember, I'm bad about. I've done this a few times. Shut my truck off, unplug the cigarette adapter, and then my phone's still in. The <laughs> <laughs> so I have to gently. Why do you unplug the cigarette adapter? So it doesn't run my battery dead. Oh boy. Okay. So. All right. So pros. Let's go okay. with pros. So pros. So it. It has a it has a sturdy mount. Okay. So, and traveling with on West Virginia roads, I have tested that thoroughly, and yeah. it doesn't go anywhere. Nice. Once you once you lock it in there, it stays for the long haul and holds your phone in there good and tight. I mean, there there was not one instance that I thought that I was afraid my phone was going to fall out or the mount itself was going to fall out. Once it was in there, it stayed. Now, have you been using it like this week? Like do you. With it's cold, here's one thing I, I noticed that okay, um, yeah, yeah, the reason I, I'm I used asking. It yesterday, yes. Okay, because when you clip it into your vent, whatever temperature you got coming out of your vent, it's going to hit your phone and or this thing that now has a motor and a charger in it. So, like if you got your heat on, it's going to superheat it. Wait till we get to the cons. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was just asking because I noticed that in my phone uh, one of these mornings I was driving into work and I had the heat on high and my phone was hot. Yeah. I was like, oh boy, that's probably not good for my phone. Yeah, wait, wait till we get to the cons on that one. Okay, but I mean, you know, the temperature coming out of the car is probably not 90 degrees, which is what your phone would be sitting outside in the sun anyway. Right. Okay, all right, sorry. Okay, next part. So, problem. the firm grip, as Justin tested, it did not, you know, once it gets in there, it's that, it gets yeah, a good snug grip. Good. And even with the case being on, which surprised me, I thought you'd have to get rid of the case for it to get that firm grip, but it yeah. holds it in for the long haul. Okay. And it... And the, it's, it's compatible with multiple vent types, so the biggest majority of car vents it will support, but there's some of the weirder ones. Yeah, that have, like, the cross hatching. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's got to have a slit so that it can reach in and grab. Right. So. And I imagine it can't have, like, long vent fins because it might not reach far enough. Right, yeah. That, yeah, if the depending on yeah. how thick they are or how long they are. Yep. And then... You can use it, and you can use it with your case being on your phone, which is a big seller for me. Yeah, yeah, I do like it. Okay, all right, on to the cons. Okay, <laughs> so one of, one of my many cons on this is the little infrared sensor on the front. Right. And this is a big complaint on Amazon. 
is the sensor going off too early. So You don't have your phone all the way in? Yeah, you don't have your phone all the way in, so when it closes the mount, it goes crooked, or it's not sent completely, so you have to open the back up and, and adjust it, then close it back. So that's kind of a minor annoyance, but it is... I've ran into that a lot. Yeah. And Dude, then, is it because you're slow getting your phone in or because it just accidentally misreads it too early? It just misreads it too early. And like now that I know that I'm I'm checking myself to make sure I hurry up and throw it in there. Yeah. Basically throw it in there and then there's still times when I throw it in there that it's still it huh. still beats me to the punch. Like you think it's just messing with you? I think so. <laughs> Although it's messing with a lot of other people too, because yeah, that's yeah. one of the big chief complaints. Maybe, maybe the programmer's like, ha 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 ha. <laughs> yeah. Hey, watch this. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be funny. <laughs> It'll be funny across the board. <laughs> we'll just slowly slip this in there. Gotcha. Exactly. <laughs> so the next con is the lock hits probably about 50 to 60% of the time. It's when I set it in there and it locks it automatically hits my volume down button and it just cranks the volume all the way down. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that just annoys me faster than anything. <laughs> but here's the kicker. Once I hit the volume up, crank the volume back up, it's not like it's held in place to crank it back down, yeah. which is weird. Huh. But since I crank the volume back up, it's back to normal, but it hits that thing at least 50% of the time and it just cranks it all the way down. Really? Yeah. So Pass it yeah. over and let me see if it where it hits my phone. Okay. Please. Do you think maybe it's the like it squeezes until it feels something and then lets off like a little bit? Like that's it must have, or just with since I had that case on there, maybe it adjusts. I I don't know. Mm -hmm. That would make sense. In where theory, it, yeah, someone could put a real little phone or a big old. Phone. I mean, it has to be able to kind of sense that it doesn't crush somebody's phone or right or it be too loose for a smaller phone. Right. But yeah, it's designed for four inch to six and a half inch phones. But mm -hmm. you know, it's it's way below mine. It's way below your volume buttons. Yeah. So I'll show everybody. You can see yeah, you, my. You have a, a bigger phone, so yeah. You can see my buttons, and it's a good half inch below. I don't know if you can see that there, Joe. But you yeah, know, there's yeah. my power button. So anybody wanted a close up, loose and then tight. Nope. Oop, didn't go all the way. There you go. That was me, though. <laughs> Still messing around. There we go. So, yeah, close-up look. And then we're talking about the vent grabber. It's got to be... You got that much distance to work with because that goes in and hooks and then tightens. Okay, and then there's the button. Oop. You can see the side button. Just pleasant. That works pretty nice. I mean, it's not, you don't have to press it hard or get too close Yeah, to you it. basically just, it, basically as soon as you just kind of just rub yeah. it or touch it, you don't have to push mm -hmm. the button. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to do a lot of work on that one. Yeah. Okay. Whoa. Yeah. I'm accidentally hitting it now. <laughs> okay. So, not too bad. Let me get my phone out here and I'll hold it back up again so everybody can see. You can see the sensor. It's got an adjustment and a round knob deal that lets you point it whatever direction. Stabilizers and then the clip. There you go. And that took off my thumb over it. And you press the side button. Open it back up. Okay. All right. Product review in action. Okay. So my third con is the heater air conditioner dilemma. Yeah. So when I picked this, when I threw it in my truck and started 
traveling. I, that day, it wasn't real hot outside. It wasn't too cold out. So I just drove down the road and didn't have anything on. I didn't have the heat on. I didn't have the air conditioning. I just felt comfortable in the truck. Right. And I would notice the wireless charging indicator would kick on my phone like it was like the charger was connected, disconnect, connect, disconnect. And I thought, well, it's, it must be, maybe it's my case. Right. So I took the case off doing the same thing. And I thought, well, because my, truck, my truck's an 04 model. And I thought, well, maybe it's one of those, yeah, I had the vents turned off, but it's still maybe blowing a little warm air. Yeah. So I thought, well, maybe it's that. So I kicked it down to the floor and kicked it on heat so that way I know all the hot air is blowing on the floor and nothing's touching it. Still did it. So I thought, well, let's try this. So I kicked it over the air conditioner, kicked it on low, and blew it on the vent. It started working and, and worked flawless. Really? So I thought, yeah, and this, and this wasn't, you know, it was like 50, maybe 60 degrees outside. So it wasn't extremely hot. And I was right, going right. down the road, so it wasn't like it was sitting on idle. And I thought, well, this isn't good because if I have to go, you know, 30 yeah. degrees outside and run the air conditioner just to keep this thing cool, uh, that's a no-sell for me. Yeah. So that was that was one of the big. Did that pop up on Amazon reviews as well? Surprisingly, no. That huh. that that was one of the ones that did not pop up. But here's here's something that's strange. I picked that gadget up on when Amazon had their Prime Day sale. Yeah. For less than twenty bucks. Really? Yes. So you see one similar are usually like between forty to sixty dollar range. Yeah. I went on that same exact listing last night to see how how well it fared on Amazon. Had four star reviews, but the product is no longer available. And somehow somebody has taken that listing over and is now part of Amazon Fresh, which is Amazon's grocery service. So it's like somebody has bought that listing just to get the reviews and is going to change the title and all that. So I found that very strange as to... You know, a month ago it was for this gadget, and now the listing has completely changed and the product's no longer available. Yeah, on Amazon they have uh, a Tommy Q wireless three-way mounts. Very similar, electric motor, motorized clamping, I guess, 35 bucks. It's got three and a half stars. Yeah, this one had four and a half stars based off 1,800 reviews, and I thought, now wait a minute, something's not, something's not right. Hmm. Because if it had that many reviews and that yeah. positive rating, the the listing shouldn't be pulled and changed over to an Amazon Fresh gar or you know grocery yeah. listing. Huh. So there's there's something very strange going on with, yeah. with the little Basus wireless car charger mount. Yeah. Let me see if I can find. Do you have it pulled up on Amazon now? Like can I can pull it up. It? Yeah. Yeah, I was, I, was, I was pulling it up. How do you spell Basus? B-A-S-E-U-S. Okay. So one just says wireless. It doesn't say Basus necessarily. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Um, so now they got a new one, anti-gravity. Yeah. Okay. $26. Yeah, I see it here. Huh. Right, yeah, right here. Here, here's the actual listing where I, I picked mine up at. Yeah. And you see where it says Amazon Fresh, and it said, "This I, Amazon Fresh is not available in your area." Really? Uh, yeah. This this store is not available at your selected location, so it's trying to direct me to a Amazon Fresh store to go buy this. 
and obviously yeah, there's no so definitely something going on there yeah something something's not right and out of, it has a four-star review based off of 1288 reviews interesting okay so is that a con i guess because it seems like something sketchy something sketchy yes most definitely huh okay interesting interesting all right well let's go with your overall joe's star rating here okay i have to give this one as excited as i was when i first got it and then as bum as i was just about the same time yeah <laughs> and then finally found a level playing field on it i have to give it two and a half stars two and a half middle of the road yeah yeah it, it's not quite at that three star range so i had to knock it just i got you just yeah to, just to keep it humble i mean that yeah <laughs> that makes that makes sense the not working when your heat vent is on is definitely, especially in wintertime now, it's definitely a, a tricky one. Right. That's funny. I mean, not funny ha-ha, but funny weird. Yeah. Well, and what got me was hmm. it did it on a day that I didn't even have the heater on. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's yeah. not even serious yet. Yeah. So if it has issues before it gets cold, then we're in trouble. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So is that why you brought the cord? Because now I can try it out. Well, I told you beforehand. I said I brought the cord. So yeah, yeah. Don't, don't I thought it was a, a trick. Yeah, I figured it was a trick because <laughs> you never bring a cord. So yeah, okay, that makes sense. So actually, do I get to use it? Is that what we're saying here? If you want to try it out, more power to you. But you've already. I've, I'll give you five bucks. How about that? I can't do that. I, it's, honestly, I do love the mount for the mounting <laughs> feature and the wireless charging capability, but these, the bug, the cons. Yeah. Is, is Are you? A, do you not use it now at all? Oh, yeah, I still use it. I used it yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I still love it despite its flaws, Yeah. but its flaws are are annoying. Well, just think $5 towards one of the newer ones, by golly. Yeah, $5 towards the $60 real nice one. That's what got me sold on it. Was I saw a list, uh, an ad on Facebook a while back, and it that check out this new wireless charger. It opens and closes on its own, and of course, you know, I'm sitting there like a kid at Christmas, going, "I have uh -huh. to have that." I'm yeah, like, "Cena's yeah. like, I have to have that." And Cena goes, "Why?" I said, "I just have to have that." <laughs> and then I found out on Prime yeah. Day for less than twenty bucks. I was like, "Yeah, this is yep yeah, sold." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now I see why it was less than twenty bucks. Easy buy. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, interesting stuff there. So. Help Desk with Joe, show 41, and uh, four news updates. Um, and Justin, you you had a good one with the iOS there. You're finally getting caught up to the Samsung people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know. It's going to boost my productivity immensely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those new callers will really do some yep. some good work. But Okay. All right. Anything else we missed? I think I covered it. Okay. So two and a half stars for... Uh, Basus, that's what I'll yeah, call Basus, it. Yeah, Basus wireless car charger mount. I do. I'm, I'm enthralled, though. I mean, I got to say, I really like. Yeah, I mean, the concept is great. I'm sold on the yeah. concept. I love the concept, but I like I, this part. I'm gonna hold it yes. up here again. This part of the clamp is awesome. Now you, that that's got to hold good. Mine does not hold good. You have to be very careful when trying to take that thing out of your mount because if you're not careful, you will pull the AC vent out. <laughs> <laughs> pull it all the way out. And yeah, being yeah. a whole different ball game. Yeah, yeah that, that'll I, knock it down a star if you tear up your stuff. Yeah, so. yeah, I may have almost completely yanked the one out of my truck and seen his car. <laughs> <laughs> I, I pulled up a website and, you know, just looking out for the basic stuff and I saw one that has that suction cup that goes to your window. Yeah. I think that you would like that. 
better if that was an option to mount it that way. If it has a good strong suction cup. But mm-hmm. here's something I did not know, guys. Yeah. With this whole pandemic stuff, people have hung their mask off their review mirrors. Right. Did you know that's illegal? Yeah, it blocks your view. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. And that's so, the suction cup thing blocks your view, too. Yeah, yeah, that's... that's. that's I had one. I didn't this. like it because I couldn't see through it. So, yeah. I remember when GPSs were the big thing. Yeah, that's what I Yeah, we had one. And I loved it being on the windshield. Yeah. But I, I never... If I knew it, I didn't realize it. Never gave it a thought of hanging, yep. you know, because everybody hangs stuff off your wind, off your oh, yeah. mirrors and sticks it on your windshield. Bandanas, everything else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And now that Justin's now that got his Mardi Gras beads. Yeah. <laughs> Hard earned. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say I don't know how you got so many beads, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> conversation for a different time, I guess. Right, right, right. That's, <laughs> a, that's an all fair discussion. Yeah, yeah. But now that the the police have actually pulled people over, have for, they? Not not around here, yeah. but I've read news stories where uh, police departments have actually pulled people over for hanging their mask off the review mirrors for destruction of view. I'm kind of uh, cautious on yeah. wanting to buy a windshield mount stuff, even though I've bought windshield mount stuff in the past and yep. love it. Yeah, if it has a great strong suction on it, I've loved that kind of stuff. Yeah, but now I'm thinking, okay, if they're actually starting to bear down on people and this stuff, I'm a little cautious on. Yeah, I just to do that. It blocked my view when I had one. It held what good, and it held it right where I needed it to be to see it, but it blocked my view otherwise. Right. And I've also seen where you can get holders for your cup holder. Yeah. I don't I, like that, though, because I, I use water bottles a lot. Because I'm thinking, well, that's just a waste of a cup holder at that point, because I yeah. use my cup holder side. Yep. No, I use I'm mine not, every day. Yeah. Hmm. So so the vent, the vent clips are right. a great idea, and I love the hook. That's the best one I've found. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, here we go, boys. We need to come up with a... Uh, cell phone holder that doesn't a go in your vent and block like your heater air or cause issues mm-hmm. can't go in your cup holder and not block your view on your window yeah you know yeah it sounds like there's a bit of a mounting issue just with yeah. cars hey how hard could it be right hey i saw uh, they've only had engineers working on it for like 12 years <laughs> now i was watching a rerun of shark tank the other night yeah and they had this guy had made a vent mount for your little sweet and sour cups from mcdonald's really yeah and made cool. and making buku money like i literally saw a commercial over the weekend uh, that chick-fil-a uh, ha- yeah. it has one that has their branding on it yeah i had let me look it up see what the name of it is i don't remember i i just and, i mean really it, pull over and eat your food that's all i'm saying in my the mind, sauce, that's crazy. You're gonna, sauce Moto is the name uh, of the company. Yeah. You're going to dip your food so you can eat and drive. Yeah. It's an in-car. Hold on. The website. we got cup holders so you can... <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. Now, Justin, bring up a valid point, Dave. You're sitting here laughing at this ketchup holder. <laughs> but yet, cup holders, they wouldn't have put them in the vehicle if people didn't use them. Well, a cup holder is a little different. I mean, I, I can drink without interrupting a whole lot but taking a bite of something and looking to dip it and then not dipping yeah. the sauce all over you or yeah. dropping it in your car that's just crazy to me okay now justin write this down <laughs> dave dave bucks this now within five years he'll own at least one sauce moto if you and i have to go get in as a christmas gift he will own one within the next that, five that's years. how that would have to go down because <laughs> honestly i haven't eaten fast food in probably four or five years but yeah it was on sauce moto it's an in-car Dip clip for ketchup and dipping sauces. And it has the little rubber uh, holders for your vent. 
and it has seen on Shark Tank, Conan, The Chive, Mashable, Unilad, and Delish. I can picture somebody though kind of looking down to make sure they're getting the right sauce dip and then running into somebody. It's like or just dropping sauce all over the place. Yeah. Wreck. Dipping a nugget yeah. sauce thing. People do a lot of dumb stuff, so you know. Hey, they have right now they have on sale for twenty one ninety nine a sauce moto easy gift pack where you get two sauce motos and a ten dollar gift certificate to the restaurant of your choice. Okay, I'm sold. I'm <laughs> right now. So, just, just take his money. Just take it. Each sauce moto only holds one sauce. Yes. Hmm. If it was two, maybe I'd get it. I, I like some sauces side by side variety. Just do okay, you get, yeah, but do you have enough vent room, vent space to? <laughs> you know, I can't even believe we're having this conversation. <laughs> okay, Dave, really? So we've had the discussion on the McDonald's ice cream machines yeah, before, yeah, yeah. and you, and you're shocked that we're having a discussion on a sauce moto. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Where's Cena at when you need her? Cena, start smacking people. Yeah, my phone will start ringing here in about yeah. 30 seconds. Yeah, get off the sauce moto and get back to tech stuff. Yeah, no. <laughs> Boys, boys, boys. That's what she would say. All right. Anyway. All right. Well, show number 41 here. Joe, if anybody has any questions about any stuff, and as usual, you know, you're great to help out. You came in today early to our office and uh, got one of our computers back up and running that the boys use to enter all their data in uh, our hydroponics room and stuff. And uh, how does somebody get a hold of you? You give us a call at our office at 304-927-3588. Check out our website at amdigitaltechnologies.com. Or follow us on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter at AM Digital Tech for all that. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast, Help Desk with Joe and Dave, and now Justin. Yeah. And leave us a five-star review on all that. And we are on... <clears throat> Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else uh, you can find your fine podcasts. Our podcast base is growing, so we yeah. are starting to expand out. We have changed platforms where we're hosting our podcast, which is great. Uh, check out Anchor.fm. They are not a sponsor. <coughs> well, if you download the episode front through Anchor, they, they could possibly sponsor that episode. So uh, shout out to Anchor.fm for being our new hosting provider. And yeah being able to house all of our great podcasts. That's pretty awesome. Okay. Well, Justin, thank you, and uh, good job with your news update there, adding a fourth update for us for the iOS users. And uh, we'll be back. So this is David. I'm here with Justin and Joe. You've been listening to Help Desk with Joe, and this is on our Patch Turned Up radio station. Stay tuned in for more podcasts, music, news, and updates from our Patch students and ourselves here at Patch, Community and Children First. And we'll be back with more. We'll see you next week. Okay, for our Facebook broadcast, this will conclude our broadcast. You've been watching Help Desk with Joe. This is episode 41. We're racking them up. We'll be back with more shows. Make sure you tune in and join us. And we look forward to seeing everybody next week when we do another episode 42 of Help Desk with Joe. And a big thank you for Justin for joining us today.